Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben and Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. It's time to breathe easier this allergy season with Breathe Right Nasal Strips. With instant nasal congestion relief for up to 12 hours, you can spend your time on your terms, not on your noses. Stuffy nose from outdoor allergens? No problem. We got you. Allergy season just turned into stripping season. Instant relief from nasal congestion anytime, anywhere. Need more convincing? Click the banner below and get a free sample. Breathe Right. Get your strip on. Use as directed. Hello and welcome to the Nutrition Diva podcast, a show where we take a closer look at the latest nutrition trends and headlines so that you can make more informed decisions about what you eat. I'm your host, Monica Reinagel, and I have been getting lots of questions lately about salt. Victoria, a listener who is also a registered dietitian, recently wrote about what she sees as an unsafe trend. I keep seeing social media influencers raving about a new product called LMNT, she writes, which contains 1,000 milligrams of sodium per packet. The creators claim that consuming four to 6,000 milligrams of sodium per day is beneficial for health, and a lot of these influencers say that they are drinking multiple packets per day. Meanwhile, the most recent Dietary Guidelines for Americans continues to stress the need for Americans to reduce the amount of sodium they are taking in. And in order to help people reach those targets, the FDA is pressuring food manufacturers to reduce the amount of sodium in their products. So which is it? Are we taking in too much sodium or too little? Although you'd never guess it from all the hand-wringing about reducing sodium, sodium is an essential nutrient. Without it, we would die. Most essential nutrients have a daily recommended intake. That's the amount that's needed to prevent deficiency. And with many nutrients, protein comes to mind, there is a difference between the minimum amount necessary to prevent diseases of deficiency and the amount that promotes optimal health. The daily recommended intakes, the DRI, are only concerned with the former. And for more on efforts to increase the recommended intake of protein for certain populations, check out my episode number 699 on whether protein recommendations are too high or too low. Now, some nutrients don't have a DRI because researchers feel that they don't have enough data to establish what amounts are actually necessary. Instead, these nutrients get an AI, an adequate intake number, and that's the amount typically consumed by apparently healthy people. Some nutrients also have a tolerable upper limit, a UL assigned to them, which is defined as, quote, the highest average daily intake level of a nutrient, which, if consumed on a habitual basis, is likely to pose no risk of adverse health effects for nearly all apparently healthy individuals, end quote. Translation, intakes beyond that upper limit 
are potentially problematic. Now, sodium is a really interesting case. There is no DRI because extremely low-sodium diets are so rare and so hard to achieve that there's just not enough data to say how low is too low. However, I have seen researchers guesstimate that the lower threshold might be close to 500 milligrams per day. The thing is that sodium is widely enough distributed throughout the food supply that under normal circumstances, if you're consuming enough calories to sustain life, you're consuming enough sodium to sustain life. Abnormal circumstances might include extreme heat, exertion, or other situations that would cause excessive perspiration, or extended and severe vomiting or diarrhea, which can deplete the body's electrolytes. In these situations, the sodium that you might normally get from your diet might not be enough. In any case, instead of a DRI for sodium, we have an AI of 1,500 milligrams per day for adults. And again, that's reflecting the amount that is typically consumed by healthy individuals. We also have a tolerable upper limit for sodium of 2,300 milligrams per day for adults. This is the amount beyond which there's a concern for adverse effects. And the adverse effects that nutrition scientists are worried about for intakes above 2,300 milligrams per day is high blood pressure. However, not everyone has high blood pressure. And higher sodium diets do not cause high blood pressure in everyone. When you look at the entire population and not just those with or at higher risk of hypertension, it appears that the people at lowest risk of cardiovascular disease or deaths from all causes are taking in a lot more than 2,300 milligrams per day. Now, this is all correlational data, so we can't say with any certainty that higher sodium intakes are making these people healthier. But the relationship is a classic J-shaped curve. People with very low and very high sodium intakes have higher rates of cardiovascular disease and higher mortality rates. The sweet spot, the lowest point on that J-shaped curve, is between 3,000 and 6,000 milligrams per day. And that means that the 2,300 milligrams recommended by the dietary guidelines not to mention the 1,500 milligrams recommended by the American Heart Association, are both in a higher risk category. The average daily sodium intake for American adults, much to the dismay of public health officials, is around 3,500 milligrams per day, right in the sweet spot. What's more, a meta-analysis found that cutting down on the amount of salt has no clear benefits in terms of the likelihood of dying or experiencing cardiovascular disease. I know, it's shocking. And this is what is driving all the buzz around influencers drinking and selling salt water. True or false, Walmart has eye care. True. Stop by Walmart to save and browse top designer frames right where you already shop. And they accept most insurance. Welcome to Easy Eye Care. Welcome to your Walmart. Selling smoothies is what I do, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today.
If a friend asks how you're doing and you say, I'm okay. When the truth is, I don't want my problems to burden anyone. Or you say, Hang it in there. Because if I ask for help, they'll just think I'm weak. Then this is your sign to call, text, or chat. 988 for free confidential support. Anytime. You don't have to hide how you feel. The guy behind LMNT, that's the product that my listener Victoria asked about, is Rob Wolf. He's a research biochemist turned author and influencer, chiefly known as a proponent of the paleo diet. The paleo diet, of course, aims to mimic the dietary patterns of our prehistoric ancestors based on the idea that these are foods that humans are evolutionarily adapted to eating. So it focuses on eating mostly whole, unprocessed foods such as meat, fish, eggs, vegetables, fruits, nuts, and seeds. And it avoids processed foods, added sugars, alcohol, as well as most dairy products, legumes, and grains. When followed closely, a paleo diet is likely to be a very low-sodium diet— And Wolf also is an avid exerciser, which, as I mentioned earlier, can increase your sodium requirements. And apparently, Wolf discovered that he felt a lot better when he increased his salt intake. And now, he sells packets containing a half a teaspoon of salt for about $1.50 a piece. And believe it or not, people buy them. But you know what? I think we are looking at this question through too narrow a lens. Sodium does not work in a vacuum, but in concert with other electrolytes. And CDC data suggests that a high potassium intake largely offsets the negative effects of a high sodium intake. Where do we get potassium? Fruits, vegetables, beans and legumes, nuts and seeds, dairy, meat, and fish. Most, and I mean 70 to 80 percent, of the sodium in the modern American diet, on the other hand, comes from processed and prepared foods, including lots of salty snacks, fast food, and other restaurant meals. In other words, a high sodium intake may simply be a proxy for a poor diet. In terms of reducing health risks, getting people to increase their intake of fresh foods and potassium might be a whole lot more effective than nagging them to reduce their sodium. So job one would be to make sure that you're including plenty of fresh foods in your diet to ensure adequate potassium intake. And in the show notes, I've included a link to a cheat sheet with some good dietary sources of potassium. And then... If you don't have high blood pressure and you're just curious to see whether you'd feel better with a bit more salt than you currently consume, you could certainly test that hypothesis. Now, if you have any health conditions, you're taking any medications, or you have a family history of hypertension, I would strongly suggest checking in with your doctor before going rogue on sodium. But The research that I've shared here would suggest that in the context of a healthy diet containing plenty of potassium-rich foods, you could increase your total sodium intake from all sources, not just supplements, to 
4,000 milligrams, which would be about two teaspoons of table salt a day, without putting yourself in a higher risk category. And if you are exercising very aggressively and you're perspiring a lot, you might be able to tolerate even more. But again, the overall quality of your diet is key, not just the sodium level. And risk categories are statistics, not guarantees. Your mileage and your results may vary. Be aware as well that increasing your sodium intake can lead to a transient increase in your blood pressure. And that effect is more pronounced if you're over 55 years old. And again, you need to talk with your doctor about whether this is acceptable and appropriate in your situation. Taking in more salt can also lead to some water retention, which can make your rings and your waistbands feel tight. Although it may seem counterintuitive, increasing your fluid intake can help. And you might also want to check out my episode on water weight. I know this episode is already a little on the long side, but I also want to quickly address a claim that some of these influencers are making, namely that adding salt to water makes it more hydrating. Sodium and chloride are both involved in fluid uptake and transport throughout the body. If your sodium levels are very low, say you just ran a marathon in very hot weather, adding some salt to water could help your body rehydrate more efficiently. However, under normal circumstances, you get more than enough sodium from food to get that job done. Drinking a glass of salt water when you wake up in the morning, for example, is not going to hydrate you any better than drinking a glass of plain water because you will likely have gotten more than enough sodium from last night's dinner to ensure efficient hydration. Thanks to Victoria and all of the others who wrote to ask me about this issue. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, you can email me at nutrition at quickanddirtytips.com. You can also leave me a voicemail at 443-961-6206. I'd also like to invite you to check out my other podcast. It's called The Change Academy, where we explore the art and the science of creating positive behavior change. You'll find it on all the major podcast platforms. Just search for Change Academy. Nutrition Diva is a quick and dirty tips podcast supported by a fantastic team, which includes Brandon Getchis, Nathan Sems, Davina Tomlin, Holly Hutchings, Morgan Christensen, and Cameron Lacey. That's it for this episode. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you next week. Selling smoothies is what I do, but for small business insurance, I chose my State Farm agent. He's a small business owner, too, so he knew how to help me personalize my policies. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Talk to an agent today. Meet Gail. Her thing is being a supermom, and supermom has a lot on her supersized plate. (laughs) Ain't that the truth. But at Walmart Pharmacy, supermom recently got her whole family updated on all their vaccines. We knocked it out during a grocery run. No appointment. That's Next Level Supermom. From pneumonia to shingles, HPV, and more, get no-cost vaccinations from an expert pharmacist where you already shop. Welcome to an easier pharmacy. Welcome to your Walmart. $0 copay with most insurances. State age and health restrictions may apply.